Rebel Nation, are you ready? It's time for the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. He gets the blocks he needs. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Ole Miss. Straight in the middle. It's a first down and more. See you later. It's going to be a touchdown for Judkins. Right up the middle, David. Big gaping hole opened up, and Judkins just burst through there. Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, Yancey Porter, and Gordon Ford bring you the latest on everything going on with Ole Miss Athletics. Gets control and the dock. Oh, my. Don't sit on the sidelines. Be part of the show. Text in your questions or comments at 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. 1093. I guess you don't have to, but you need to. He hits one high and deep left field. Kane shading the eyes at the track, and it is gone. Let's get to it. Here's your host, Gary Darby. That's right. We are underway and ready to go here in uh, Monday Night Rebel Yell Hotline, the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Gary and Chuck in the studio in North Mississippi. And Chuck, apparently, Yancey's going to join us from somewhere via phone well he's either on the back porch of the club <laughs> or he's in destin you think? I, i'm not sure which he's he's doing some vacay somewhere uh, yeah and we've got to come in and be in the studio you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> he probably drove his porsche down there or what is it a jaguar what jaguar. is some some nice little yeah rodster yeah, yeah. <laughs> some nice little two-seater family car <laughs> Well, we will have him on here shortly. We're brought to you by First South Farm Credit, over 100 years of experience supporting rural communities and agriculture, ready to guide you through the financial journey at First South Farm Credit. So Yancey will be with us here in a moment. We're going to get into the recruiting business. There were some commitments uh, that went on along the way that we'll get to, other tidbits that we will mention. Plus, coming up at 6.30, we'll have Walker Jones from the Grove collective and we need to have that conversation with walker coming up second half no, no of the doubt show. no doubt there's a lot of stuff going on right now and walker's on top of it he had a great interview on the paul feinbaum show uh last week i think it was thursday or friday and uh brought up a lot of interesting things that we're going to touch on tonight i think we have yancey from somewhere in america hi yancey how you guys doing Oh, we're loving the studio in here. Uh, I don't know if our view is quite as good as yours, but but we're glad to be here. Yeah, it's a great week. Fourth of July is always one of my favorite weeks, and just just glad to be here. Let's get into your five thoughts, if you don't mind, and let's go ahead and do those, and then we'll jump on into some of the other things that we have to do. And by the way, friends, you can always uh, give us a text message at 662 Four two six one zero nine three. That's six six two four two six one zero nine three. We'll talk about it coming up at around six twenty. The five things are brought to you by Outback Steakhouse. Our friend Steve Grantham operates nine of those Outback Steakhouse locations in Mississippi and Tennessee. Yancey, take it away. Yeah, the first call of the day. Um, the Ole Miss baseball program saw eighteen of their twenty high school signings report last week. The only two who didn't, who did not report in the number five nationally ranked class were right-handed pitchers Xander Muth and Josh Knox. Both are expected to go in the top 50 picks. We'll see how it goes, but it doesn't look good for either prospect right now. Number thought number two: Assuming Muth and Knox do end up signing in the upcoming major league draft, they still are bringing in nine high school pitchers, two more pitchers from the portal, 
and a Juco pitcher for the 24 roster. Now they need to start focusing on some big-time hitters in the portal. They have snagged three position players so far in the portal, but more are needed to help bring these freshmen along. Thought number three. The next time someone says that Ole Miss needs to become a, a blue blood to be able to recruit at a national level, tell them to follow what Coach Chris Beard is doing. Ole Miss is anything but a blue blood in hoops. And in just a few short, uh, few short months, he's put the Rebels on the map all over the country. Thought number four. I thought the commitment from defensive lineman William Eccles out of Houston was huge for the 2024 class. For starters, the Houston native, native simply blew Ole Miss away after camp this summer. And two, Ole Miss needed to get back some mo- momentum inside the borders after State snagged three of Mississippi's best last week. And the last thought of the day, Ole Miss is quietly building one of the better defensive line classes for many years. They have landed three of the state's top four linemen in Jeremy Rush, Kim Beavers, and William Eccles. If they are able to land Lake Cormont, Kim Franklin, it would be a clean sweep. Coach Randall Joyner is currently earning his money on the recruiting trails. And that's it. Let me tell you, in the, before getting back involved and being on doing pregame, postgame for Ole Miss football, and then back with the Grizzlies, I had an opportunity of, of being involved with the cable company, Max South, and traveling and doing some of their television replays. Many times I got to go to Houston, Mississippi. There are some unbelievable, you know, I mean, I know they're great athletes all over, Chuck Yancey, but I watched a lot of dudes in little bitty Houston, Mississippi, in Chickasaw County. They put out a lot of good ones. I know we've seen them over the time. Um, you know, Chris Jones makes his way to state and on through. There have been others. I've gotten a chance to watch this young man uh, that, that we're talking about uh, in, in Eccles, and there's others, there's offensive linemen that are there as well. There's some really good players that come out of Houston, Mississippi. Yeah, and the problem you got with that is uh... – it's basically a maroon and white 100%. town, so it's really a good get to get Eccles out of Houston and kind of get inroads into that predominantly Mississippi State town. Because I did, I did see, and yeah, I kind of follow some social media stuff, and it says, and there was a younger kid from Houston that said, "Y'all tell him I'm coming too," and he's like two or three years down the road, right? Mm-hmm. And so you get one, maybe you can start getting a couple you along the way, right? All right, we'll come back more with all of us here in just a few on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthLand.com, Equal Housing Lender. 
Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw Real Estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know, Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Campbell Clinic Orthopedics, a national and international leader in musculoskeletal care, is opening a full-service clinic in Oxford on June 12th, offering a full spectrum of orthopedic care, including sports medicine, pediatrics, hip and knee, spine, shoulder and elbow, foot and ankle, hand and wrist, as well as cast and x-ray services, and a physical therapy department. Schedule online now at www.campbellclinicoxford.com. We also offer a convenient weekly walk-in clinic, Monday through Friday from 7.30 a.m. until 4 p.m. Campbell Clinic Oxford, located at 2608 South Lamar Boulevard, Across from the cottages at Hooper Hollow. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. And this portion of the show is brought to you by Gateway Tire, serving you since 1929, 54 locations across six states. Gateway Tire goes the distance for you, Gary and Chuck in Oxford, where we hear the thunder roll outside the studios. Yancey somewhere on the phone. Hopefully, no thunder around you, sir. <laughs> No, it is hot as dickens down here in Destin, Florida. I tell you that. <laughs> Get the ocean, the ocean bringing in the breeze and all that that you hear. It is, I mean, it is cat hot down here. Yes, you talk a little bit more about this Eccles kid. I I really love six four, two hundred ninety pound kids that. Uh, you know, he's young. He's got a lot more developing. He could probably come here be six five, three ten before you can bat an eye. Uh, obviously he did well in the camp and Randall Joyner liked him enough, uh, uh, you know, on three, the network we're with at the Ole Miss Spirit has him as a offensive lineman, but, uh, uh, obviously Randall Joyner wants him on a, as a defensive tackle. Yeah, Chucky, uh, you know, the funny thing about, uh, William is that you see a lot of offensive linemen that want to play defensive line, right? But this guy, He's a true defensive lineman. Uh, he is rated as the number one interior lineman in the state of Mississippi this year uh, for the offensive side. But Coach Joyner, when they had the camp uh, last month there in early June, he was moving around so well. He joked around and said, flip him over here to defense. And because he played some defense, he goes both ways for Houston. It's a smaller school. Uh, so you see a lot of two-way players, uh, you know, at the smaller schools and he flipped him over there, and I'm, they think they think he could be the top defensive lineman in the state. 
out of everybody. They think he's a Sunday player. He he became a must-have after that camp and uh, just a big-time get. You know, and it's an interesting uh, phenomenon that's kind of developing right now, Chucky. If you look at Gary, right now Ole Miss has a top three defensive lineman in Mississippi committed. And Mississippi State has a top two wide receivers in Mississippi committed and could get a third pretty shortly in the well right out of uh, Ocean Springs, Mississippi. So that would give State the top three wide receivers and Ole Miss the top three defensive linemen. Now, I know both of you are not like recruitniks like myself, but that is not the way things have trended the last 20 years, right? I mean, State usually recruits the defensive line really well out of Mississippi, and Ole Miss is going to get the receivers out of Mississippi. So it's just it's a it's a really weird phenomenon again that I think has developed in this recruiting season. I can't explain it. I don't know why. I know that Joiner's a great recruiter. I know that Chad Bumpus that Mississippi State hired is a great recruiter. But I know Derek Nix for Ole Miss is a great recruiter as well. So uh, you know it's something really to kind of keep an eye on. Uh, again, this is, these are commitments in today's NIL and transfer portal world. That means they're just leaning to that school at this point, but. Uh, William Eccles has been all Ole Miss for quite some time now, and I don't expect anything to change with him. And now all eyes really said if Ole Miss can get Cam Franklin to, uh, you know, to go ahead and commit at some point, I don't expect him to commit anywhere soon. But if they do, again, I mean, you'd be getting the top four defensive linemen in the state of Mississippi out of this really talented, talented class. And, I mean, just kudos to Joyner, and I think Pete Golding has a big hand in that as well. That's what I was just about to say, Yancey. There's two words you haven't said, and that's Pete Golding. I think uh, his reputation as Alabama's defensive coordinator the last three or four years has, you know, really given Ole Miss a boost in in defensive recruiting. Obviously, because like you say, this this trend is is flipped from Mississippi State to Ole Miss getting defensive players. And, I mean, let's be honest, that's where Ole Miss needs the most help is on defense. Uh, the offensive side of the ball looks pretty stacked up as far as I'm concerned. You know, one or two people here and there. But uh, if I were the head coach, I would say, hey, we're going to concentrate on defense for at least a year and, and stock up on that side of the ball. And that apparently that's what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, Chuck, I totally agree. I'm not really worried about Ole Miss's offense in any year that Lane Kiffin's going to be the coach, right? I mean, they're going to have a good offense. It doesn't matter what year you point out. If they can get a defense just to halfway match up to the offense, they they could win some championships. And so getting Goldie and, and the thing about Pete is, is that not only, you know, about his Mississippi roots and he played at Delta State, it's just kind of even all shut just a down-to-earth type guy that really the recruits connect with. And so it's not only his track record at Alabama and his Mississippi roots. He's just that good old down-to-earth type of guy. And, and I think the recruits just really, really connect with him. Well, and don't don't forget the word I used last week on this show, relentless. He's relentless when it comes to recruiting. And I think that's rubbed off on Randall Joyner as well. Uh, I think they're doing a one-two punch on these kids, and uh, so far it's been very successful. Yeah, you know, I always look at a coach's golf game to see how good of a recruiter they are. (laughs) (laughs) I saw Pete uh, hitting some balls, and I I can definitely uh, tell that he spends about 99.99% of his time on the recruiting trails. Uh, That's no no slam on you, Pete, if you hear this. uh, He's uh, he's definitely spending 
he's not spending a lot of time on the golf course. And you're right. I mean, that's why. I mean, people forget that uh, Saban, when Ole Miss came and tried and get hired, he, he counter-offered and gave him a hefty raise and an extension. I mean, he tried relentlessly, Saban did, to keep him there. And nobody lasts under Saban. I mean, he would have been going into his fifth year at Alabama. And I don't know if any assistant has gone five years under Saban, especially a coordinator. So uh, that, that shows you the respect that Nick Saban has for Pete. And anybody that, that Nick believes in that much, you know, is, uh, is a pretty darn good coach. Yeah, Ole Miss also added Tupelo safety Shamar Darden uh, to the 24 class, and uh, the 6'170 pounder had 73 tackles last year off of a real good. Tupelo had a real good defense last year. He defended, huh? Unbelievable defense. Tupelo's yeah. defense was the best in the state, bar none. Yeah, and so you know that's a that's one of seven defensive backs. That Ole Miss is committed in for the 2024 class. Um, obviously, they realize that they're graduating DeAndre Prince and Ashim Young and a couple of others, uh, John Saunders, Ladarius Tennyson, uh, probably. So you know you got you got to restock, and and they're doing that. And I talked to some people that are close to the Tupelo program, and they say Darden is not real flashy, but said he gets the job done. He's he's a very Competent, reliable, very consistent, and and very athletic. They said that he probably needs to put on fifteen pounds, get a little stronger, but that he's got the frame to do that. And uh, they liked him a lot. Yeah, you know, my son plays for Oxford High in football, so they play Tupelo, and I'm pretty familiar with their program. And I've got some really good connections over there at Tupelo as well within the program, and they're really high on the show, man. Uh, Shamar is a guy that, uh, you know, he's got great quickness and tenacity, and but his football IQ is just off the charts. Uh, kind of like a Mike Hilton, not size-wise. Uh, obviously, six one. Mike was about 5'8", but just such a high football IQ. I think this is really a big-time pickup for Ole Miss. Another one of those guys that Pete Golding, you know, really became high on as soon as he offered uh, Shamar, uh, I believe it was 10 days after he was hired along with another defensive back out of New Orleans. So, uh, Golding is, you know, he's evaluated guys. He's going after it. He's not worried about where they're ranked. Again, you know, Eccles is just a mid-three-tier, three-star tier uh, -tier guy. But, you know, they believe this guy could be the best lineman in the state of Mississippi on the easier side of the ball, and we'll be playing on Sundays one day. You know what's funny, Yancey, and I do it too, every time we we – uh, commit a safety or a cornerback, I always say, yeah, he's got a lot of Mike Hilton qualities. <laughs> we're, I mean, we're, it, it, it used to be like, like, like Dexter McCluster, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except all those little, like, Corvette meat and all those little guys. Like, yeah, yeah he's he, he like Dexter McCluster, except for Corvette, you know, every time he was about to field a punt, you, you held your breath. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we're, we're just certainly hoping and praying they're like Mike Hilton for sure. Hang on with us yeah. through the break, Yancey. We'll be back with our text messages and some other things as well. The Faris Group is our partner in retirement. Decades of expertise helping retirees. They have locations in Ridgeland, Oxford, Little Rock, and Baton Rouge. Give them a call, 1-877-327-3735.
Are you considering retirement or already retired? If so, please be sure not to miss our free educational retirement workshop and dinner Tuesday, June 13th, 5.30 p.m. at the Country Club of Oxford. Hi, this is Paxton Faris with the Faris Group. For over two decades, our company is solely focused on working with and meeting the needs of retirees and investing their nest egg. Please join us Tuesday, June 13th, limited seating available, so RSVP now. RSVP online, farisgroup.com under the workshop tab. That's farisgroup.com. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki. Featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a blooming onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a blooming good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Flowood, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. House cleaning is just one of those things you gotta do. But life is busy, and the great folks at Brittany's Cleaning Services understand that and are here to help. They provide professional cleaning services for residential, commercial, and rental properties. Reliable, honest, experienced cleaners with affordable pricing. Servicing Olive Branch, Tupelo, Water Valley, Bruce, Holly Springs, Pontotoc, Oxford, Baylor, New Albany, South Haven, Senatobia, and Batesville. Call for more information at 662-202-8868 and follow them on social media. That's Brittany's Cleaning Services, LLC. Hey, Rebel fans, want to be more involved with Ole Miss? Well, join the Grove Collective, the exclusive Ole Miss NIL program. With the new name, image, and likeness law, Rebel fans now have the opportunities to support and elevate Ole Miss student-athletes. And the Grove Collective has created a unified portal to amplify that support. As part of the Grove Collective, your support opens access to special events, fan experiences, merchandise, and marketing opportunities with student-athletes. To find out more and to become part of the Grove Collective NIL program, visit thegrovecollective.com. Hottie toddy and go Rebs. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Some text messages and an injury look to get to you, and we appreciate those that came in at 426-1093. Gary, Chuck, and Yancey joining us. Um, I'll go ahead and grab uh, the first one, and, and that was a question about Tulane. That's right, we've got people thinking about opponents coming up and wanted to know how good it would be. And I remember, you know, Tulane's a team that, you know, went to the Cotton Bowl, right, and beat USC last year. Well, they do have the quarterback again uh, that's back. Uh, that That's Michael Pratt. They have an all-AAC offensive lineman or two. They did lose their top five tacklers, but apparently uh, to our, our, our guy, every prediction that I saw does look for them to be uh, well, the, the championship of their conference has to go through them. With everybody that left out, that it's got to go through New Orleans, that Tulane will be a, a pretty good opponent for Ole Miss to have to go and face off against, no no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they're going to be as good as last year. No. And, and uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm fully expecting to go down there and win that game. And I'm not saying that with red and blue glasses on. I just, I just think that uh, they – they had a tremendous year last year. Congratulations to them, but I think they lost too much to compete against a quality SEC team. And I'm, 
believing that we're going to be a quality SEC team. I'm not saying powerhouse SEC team, but I'm saying a quality SEC team. All right, Chuck, they want to know, or someone does from the 601, who's going to be the starting offensive line in your opinion? Well, I think uh, when Jaden Williams comes back, he's going to be the left tackle, but he will have to battle with Victor Kern, the transfer from Washington. Um, and if Williams wins that get that battle, I think Victor Kern and Eli Acker will battle for left guard. I think uh, Kayla Warren is a shoe-in for center. Jeremy James is a shoe-in for right guard. And Micah Pettis, I think, is unchallenged for right tackle. So uh, I'm looking for it to be Williams and then Kern slash Acker, Warren, James, and Pettis. And if that's the case, I think we're going to be okay. And we'll get both of you to answer this one. Who do you or what do you think is the strong point of the defense? Well, I'm going to shock some people. I think it's going to be the defensive line. Um, no and, and I and I say that because I, I have a lot of faith in Cedric Johnson. People say, "Well, it's time for him to produce." Well, he's been hurt. I have a lot of faith in in uh, JJ Pegues to anchor the line along with Xavion Harris. Stephon Wynn, the, the transfer from Nebraska. Josh Harris, the transfer from North Carolina State. Those guys are going to be on the inside. People forget about Jared Ivey. They forget about Uqua, who we, we got recently from. And uh, Jamon Gordon is a very competent football player. They got eight guys on there that have experience. Uh, they're talented, and I think they're going to mesh and be a good part of that unit. Yancey, give us some thoughts on the defense. I think Chuck hit it on the nose. I think you would have seen a lot of difference on the Ole Miss defensive line last year if you weren't playing five in the box. Um, I think adding one to the box and possibly two when they go to the three-four is going to help out a lot for those defensive linemen. I'm with Chuck. I mean, we're talking about guys that are going to have three, four, five, some six years playing experience. So this is a very not only talented but experienced group, and then Pete Golding is going to make a huge difference. And then I think, you know, what was really a worry for me a big time, they wouldn't losing all those quarterbacks, but I really like what they did in the late transfer portal in that last window, their corner, and then getting Gaddy eligible there. I think corner goes from maybe the biggest weakness uh, to maybe the second biggest strength on defense from what they did in that last portal. That's sure possible. And I, I had a little conversation with Stefan Wynn last week and uh, he told he told me I said who who do you think is going to really emerge this year on that defensive front? And he said, "Look out for Xavion Harris." He said he's he's got yeah. the goods, six seven, three hundred thirty five pounds. He said if he just ever figures a few things out, that he's going to be an animal. And that's uh, that's coming from a guy that's on the team now. Well, I tell you what, when the, he didn't get a lot of snaps, but I really. When I watched him order in the Alabama game, I actually watched the replay of it uh, two nights ago while I was down here. And the replay of the Arkansas game, that's how, I guess, much fever I'm getting. But, man, they were sometimes tripling team Xavion. I mean, he was he was getting a push against those offensive linemen, a double team. He was he was piling oh, back lost. five yards each snap. So, I think Harris is, is just on the birds, like Stephon said, of really blooming. 
Our text message is brought to you by Cannon Cleary McGraw. You can follow along and find out whether it's a condo or land or a place at ccmoxford.com. We need to get the Rebel Injury Report from Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. And if you need their help, it's oxfordortho.com. Well, the word coming out of the, the Manning Center is that Jeremy James and Jaden Williams both had off-season shoulder surgery. They missed spring, and they but they're supposed to be cleared for August practice 100%. And the surprise is they anticipate tight end Hudson Wolf being cleared for contact. You know, Hudson came back from a back injury and went through spring training but non-contact. And uh, my, our understanding is that he has progressed very well from spring training to this point, and if he continues progressing, he's going to be cleared for contact in August. And he will—he's six seven, two hundred forty pounds. He's—he's he's going to add something to that tight end room. And let me also add this: uh, some foot, uh, back baseball sources. Excuse me. We had Carl on last week about uh, you know the injury situation with Josh Mallett and Hunter Elliott, and he didn't want to speculate about the future and all that, and, and he shouldn't as a coach, but. I can because I'm not a coach, and I've talked to some people um, within the Tupelo program and also within uh, some, some people here inside Oxford, and, and they tell me that Hunter's surgery could not have gone any better. I mean, it went as good as you can do it, and he is recovering uh, quicker than they expected. Obviously, it was uh, not done long ago, but he's ahead of schedule already. And Josh seconds, is looking really, really good out of the bullpen right now. Excellent. All, All right. right. Thank you, buddy. Enjoy your mint juleps down in Destin. <laughs> hey, look, ask, tell Walker we need another $10 million now. Y'all, y'all raising some money. We need it. Yep. We'll do it. Walker Jones will join us after the break with the Grove Collective. I like coconuts. You can break them open and they smell like ladies lying in the sun. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat and a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. Roof leaks can disturb your relaxing weekend or put your business operations and assets in jeopardy. Riverland Roofing is a licensed, insured, and certified roofing contractor that offers clients quality solutions that suit their budget. As a certified GAF master contractor, Riverland can offer warranties that can last a lifetime, servicing five states, including Mississippi and Tennessee. Owned and operated by Ole Miss alumni, Riverland Roofing covers what matters most, home or business. Find out more at RiverlandLLC.com or 
call 844-901-ROOF. Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, D'Auberville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Whether you're planning your next fishing getaway, coming to town to watch the Rebs, or just want a weekend out of town, Hurricane Hideaway is a great place for it all. Located just a castaway from the Hurricane Landing boat ramp, Hurricane Hideaway offers elite proximity to fun on the water at Sardis. Cabin prices start around $200 a night. Talk about a deal. See a full list of cabin details online at hurricanehideawaysms.com. Hurricane Hideaway, 529 County Road 103. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Halfway done with this version of the show. Gary and Chuck and some heavy rain pounding on top of the roof with a little lightning. Keep your fingers crossed, people, uh, that the power hangs on, and we do as well. And we'll bring in our good friend from the Grove Collective, Mr. Walker Jones. How you doing, buddy? Hey guys, how y'all doing? Happy Fourth. You too, brother. Where are you? You vacationing somewhere? I'm getting a little rare away time at the lake, a little lake living with the family, and then you know we get through tomorrow on the fourth, and then back right at it on Wednesday the fifth. Good deal. Good Good deal uh, for Rebel Nation. Good deal. Do a little jet skiing for me, will you? (laughs) Yeah, I'm too old for that. I just ride around. (laughs) Hey, before we get into anything real. Do me a favor and address the the rumors from some grasping knuckleheads over at our sister school in Starkville that the Grove Collective is borrowing money from banks to make their payroll. They're broke, and they're writing contracts that they cannot cover. (laughs) Please address that. That's the best news I've heard all day. Matter (laughs) of fact, all week. The fact that they are saying that 
tells me that we are way ahead. Uh, when you're desperate and when you're behind, you'll do anything and say anything. And, you know, look, I don't concern myself with what's happening over in Starkville because, quite frankly, it's just not worth my time or my energy. Uh, the great news is, you know, we have been able to pay every single penny of our contracts uh, and done that without having to borrow one cent from one bank, all donor-funded uh, because our people have stepped up. And uh, the fact that you asked me that question tells me that uh, we're doing something right and we're way ahead of our uh, our friends over in Starville. So I hope they keep saying that. I really do. I really hope they keep thinking that because it couldn't be further from the truth. And maybe that's what they're doing. I don't know. Uh, but I certainly wouldn't say that. Uh, and all I can tell you is that we are in great shape uh, because our fans have stepped up, our donors have stepped up, and we've been able to, been able to fulfill all our obligations. And, uh, you know, quite frankly, I, I hope they keep saying that uh, because it means that we're doing something right. You were recently on uh, Paul Feinbaum's show last week. You did a great job, by the way. And you talked about Ole Miss being part of a – nine school coalition of collectives power five collectives discuss that and talk about the benefits of that coalition and what you expect to to gain from that collaboration yeah look i think that's something that uh really is important to the conversation that's going on right now you know there's so much uh, dialogue between you know legislation and what's going to happen with nil i think what people need to remember is nil is not going away and will it get regulated to some degree? Will there be some tweaks to the system? Absolutely. But it's here to stay in some form or another. And I think, you know, the, the conversation around what's the best landscape for NIL continues to, you know, be a hot topic. And so, you know, along, you know, Ole Miss, the Grove Collective, along with eight other Power Five collectives, have kind of come together to talk and to add a voice to this conversation. Because, as I said on Paul Feinbaum, you know, we're the point of commerce. We're the central point of intersection for all this. We have to deal with all the stakeholders, the university, the NCAA, the players, the agents, uh, the donors, the brands, all those things. And so we can give really tangible, real data to uh, all these stakeholders about what's really happening. Because I think where the NCAA has gotten in trouble is they've listened to a lot of anecdotal information and they've formed that as a as a you know hypothesis across the entire landscape, and I just don't think I think that's very naive, and I don't think it's accurate. So uh, Ole Miss, along with Tennessee, Georgia, Clemson, uh, Wisconsin, Penn State, USC, um, Florida State, uh, Texas, uh, and a couple others have all kind of come together as a, rep- a representative of all the Power Five collectives to have a voice in this conversation because, again, I think, you know, our, our as I said in D.C. a couple uh, weeks ago when I was up there, my job is not to tell everybody what they should do. You know, my job as a collective is to be able to give real data and real information to the really smart people and the stakeholders so they can make the best decision going forward and we can put our best foot forward for NIL and for our student-athletes and for college athletics. We all love college athletics. We love the beauty of it, uh, what it gives to our university communities and our fan bases, and we want to protect that. We want to give our student-athletes a voice in that, and I think collectives can give all those varying perspectives 
in one consolidated message. And I'm really excited that Ole Miss, you know, is part of that nine power five coalition uh, to have a seat at the table in this conversation. When you were in Washington a couple of weeks ago with several other representatives, you met with Tommy Tuberville and Roger Wicker, who kind of the movers and shakers in the Senate on that as far as my understanding. What are the bullet points of the legislation that they plan to introduce that uh, you're able to talk about publicly at this point? Well, I think, you know, Chuck, really the, the hard part is, is you, you've got these federal topics you know, Title IX, fair labor and standards, uh, revenue distribution, um, you know, these, 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 you know, topics that are really driven by the federal government. Then you have these other quote unquote NCAA or, you know, collegiate athletics topics like the transfer portal, uh, and tampering and NCAA enforcement, those kind of things. So you really have a couple, you know, you have really two buckets of topics, you know, the federal topics, uh, which fall, uh, into the Title IX employment status of student athletes, you know, fair labor and standards, those types of things. And then you've got the NCAA and the, you know, collegiate athletics side of things, which is, you know, should we, should we tweak the transfer portal? Um, you know, should we have, uh, other, um, you know, regulations around, you know, uh, discovery of Title IX and, or, or excuse me, of NIL and, um, information shared between schools in terms of what athletes are making. And, and all of it kind of comes back to the central point of, you know, we really have a lot of smart people in college athletics that love college athletics. Uh, and, and we can figure this thing out, uh, to a large degree without federal preemption or legislation. Because I think if we're, if we're sitting here thinking that the federal government's going to solve some of the issues of NIL uh, immediately, I think we're being naive. I just think that they, you know, we're going into election year next year. Federal government normally moves slower. Um, and so I, I really think the Power Five conferences and the athletic directors uh, and the presidents really could kind of take hold of this conversation and focus on some of the, the real points uh, that could that could fix this, and some of those are Chuck. Briefly to to your question, are an agent registry. So agents, just like in pro athletics, are registered and approved um, on the NIL front. Uh, secondly, would be uniformity from a state statute standpoint. You know, we have all these varying state statutes, and in the SEC, we have four states right now within the SEC footprint that have basically said, we're not going to listen to NCAA and you're protected and you go do what you want to go do in NIL. And I think that's a problem. And then, you know, third would be, you know, uniformity on contracts um, and some disclosure behind the scenes, you know, um, between different groups as far as uh, the marketplace and the valuation. And so I think those are some things that we could fix without federal intervention um, but I do think, Chuck, there has to be some discussion around rev share because the stick approach is not going to get everybody there. But if you have a carrot tied to that, meaning revenue distribution and some percentage of revenue distributed to your member schools to get them to fall in line from an enforcement standpoint and from a state law standpoint, 
then you have a chance to get some uniformity across this. And I think from a collective standpoint, that's what we're all saying. All our collectives, we're competitors, but we all just want to be competing off the same basic framework. And I think that's where state law uniformity is really important. Uh, Let's talk about membership. Where does it stand? What does it need to do moving forward? And and what's your messaging to, to the Ole Miss faithful? Well, I look, first, my message is thank you. Uh, you know, look, uh, a huge debt of gratitude for our Ole Miss fans to trust us, to jump on board in a, in a really new and undefined space uh, that we all didn't really understand. And our fans answered the challenge. They stepped up like they always do. And I've said this, you know, we may not have the numbers at some of our schools, but we have the passion and we are a mighty fan base. And when we get everybody on board, as we saw last year in Omaha, you know, we can really move uh, the message. And what I would say is first, thank you to those fans for trusting us, but the work is not done. Uh, we have been able to put ourselves in the comfort, in the conversation of the top 10% of collectives in the country. I think there was a, uh, a ranking last week from own three about, the top 10 most ambition, uh, ambitious collectives. And we were, we were in that, in that mix along with, you know, two other SEC collectives. And, you know, I think that is what's really important is that we, because of what our fans have stepped up and given, it's given us a voice on the national landscape. And, you know, look, rarely has Ole Miss been able to be a major player when it comes to shaping the landscape of something as important as NIL. And so, just as as much as I want to say thank you, I want to say, hey, let's keep going. You know, if you've, if you've been a member, maybe consider, consider upgrading your membership. Uh, if you know somebody who hadn't joined, give them a call. Tell them to join. We have eight different giving levels on our website. You know, our, our membership subscription model is our sustainability. It's our reoccurring revenue. It what allows us to project cash flow out and continue to go. Uh, to help our coaches uh, be as competitive as possible. So uh, I want our fans to continue to dig deep and look and and know that they're, they, they share in the success that we've had to this point that's given us a voice, Chuck, on a lot of these questions you've asked me. It's given us a voice on this landscape that almost normally doesn't have. But we can't stop. we got to keep giving. And uh, if we do keep giving, I can assure you your money is being very impactful and it's used uh, in a very um, uh, meticulous and well-thought-out manner and very deliberate uh, that helps us continue to put all our coaches and our athletes in a chance to win championships. You know, to, to add to that, Walker, every time we commit a, a, a player or – you know, get a transfer portal guy in here, and uh, people on my message board say, oh, congratulations to the coaches. I always come on and say, congratulations to you, because you and the coaches made it happen. The Grove Collective made it happen. So, you know, pat yourself on the back, too. Well, no, yeah, look, it's, it's, a, it's a group effort, and we're all part of this, and that is where Ole Miss has always been successful. When we're all on the same page, we're unified in the message. Uh, we punch above our weight. And again, I've said it till I'm blue in the face. We make $1 spend like three. And, and, and you're right. Look, we do share in that. We do share in bringing the brightest and the best, uh, young men and women 
to come to Oxford, Mississippi, and uh, put that uniform on and represent us in, in a manner befitting of, of all the things that we love about Oxford. And so, you know, it, it matters. And, and our coaches, you know, more and more they're being able to tell people how much this space matters. And, you know, and, and, and that's, I, I think, look, and Chuck, we've talked about this at nauseum, like, you know, people have a lot of decisions about where they get dis- their disposable income. And there are a lot of hands out for our disposable income. People are asking for things, and, and, I, and I am very sensitive to that. But I do hope our people believe and understand that we've put an organization in place that gives us the ability to compete with the heavyweights across not only the SEC, uh, but the entire collegiate landscape. And, you know, all the other wonderful things about Ole Miss – if we can be competitive in IL, we're going to win all those other things. And I've, I've said this before, uh, of all the portal players we signed this, you know, coming into this 2023-24 season, I would say over half of those players took less money because they loved what they heard about Oxford and Ole Miss and the brand and the coaches and all the things that we're doing in our fan base. But part of that was we were able to be competitive enough with the money from an NIL standpoint, um, you know, to close that gap. And, you know, I think that still rings true today. All right. One, we got one minute, Walker, and I wanted to ask you one specific question. Uh, again, 30 seconds. How much has the price of poker gone up in a year? I think substantially. Yeah, look, Chuck, it has. And, you know, that that's concerning to me that, that it continues to go up. But you know what? Look, we're prepared for that. We've had uh, some money set aside knowing that there's a, a level of inflation coming. And so, again, I, I feel like that's the reality. We're all dealing with the reality of that. But I feel like our fans have stepped up. But these next three months going into the fall season are going to be really important. Let's get Thank to you, buddy. seven, 8,000 members, and we'll be in really good shape to handle that inflation. Hey, buddy, thank you a lot. Appreciate you. Great stuff. Hey, hotty toddy. Happy fourth to you guys. You too. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. 
Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color t-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new interest off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything. Thank all Miss. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. I will conclude. Yancey was on with us early. Good stuff, Chuck, there from Walker Jones. I mean, really good stuff. Outstanding. Outstanding. And it's so good to hear that we're on solid ground and uh, those yahoos over (laughs) east of us can... Go to hell. Hey, <laughs> thegrovecollective.com, my friends. You can go there and find out all the information about the Grove Collective. Van Atkins Jewelers giving us a little taste of the SEC and Ole Miss news. They are the South leader in the state jewelry and diamond solitaires, locations in New Albany and on the Oxford Square. What we're going to do is, is kind of toss in some of the other names and things that have been mentioned uh, along the way in the football world, uh, which, which Yancey gave us. Uh, an Ole Miss offensive line target, Khalil House, committed to Stanford on the weekend, but Carrollton, Georgia, tight end slash wide receiver, Caleb Odom, still in the mix. He'll choose between Alabama, Ole Miss, Miami, Florida, and Texas A&M on the 15th. And there was another he sent to me late, Albany, Georgia, edge rush, rusher Maurice Davis will announce on the 8th. He is a big target for Coach Joyner, 6'4", 215, down to Ole Miss, Louisville, and South Florida. He's visited Ole Miss and Louisville. He has to South Florida this week, and he will decide on the 8th. And then we get into basketball. Coach Beard uh, has been watching the nation's number two combo guard in Mobile, LeBaron Filan, 6'4", the number 32 overall player in the class of 2024, and Cal Georgia center Peyton Marshall. Scouted at the NBPA Top 100 camp by Coach Beard and Flanagan this past week. He's 6'7", 290. Uh, that sounds like somebody, somebody needs to be on that offensive or defensive line. Wow. But another big one there that Coach Beard is after for the 2024 class. Sounds like Zion Williams. Right? Big dude. Big dude. And baseball got a commitment out of southeastern Louisiana right-handed pitcher Connor Spencer. He's from Hernando, and I actually got an opportunity to watch him play and pitch at Northwest Community College when doing a little work there. 6'2", 215. At that point, he's kind of bouncing back from the injury and was in the 94, 95 range. I understand he's topping out a little bit more than that now. Uh, should be a really good reliever and right-handed arm uh, coming out of the bullpen 
uh, for Ole Miss. And he was a Sun Belt All Conference, or uh, and second actually in the Sun Belt in earned run average, five and three, and a lot of strikeouts. And that's what he's going to be for for baseball. And before we get your good, bad, and, and ugly, Chuck. Obviously, before we get in here next week, the Major League Baseball draft will have come and gone, and that could be huge for Ole Miss, as we talked with Carl Lafferty about, with a lot of guys on that. They're the first four that we're looking at on this I'm list. I'm going to say, I think we're really holding our breath on four. Yep. We're looking at uh, Xander Muth. We heard Yancey talk about him and Josh Noth, who are the pitchers that we haven't seen yet. And that, again, doesn't lead me to think good things along the way. And then a couple of Oxford products. One, Cooper Pratt went to Magnolia Heights. And some still have him in that kind of sandwich round between the first and the second round. And and then you'll get uh, Campbell Smith with the catcher who, you know, catchers are hard to come by, and he's he's high up on the list as well. And most everybody, as far as current players are concerned, obviously Jacob Gonzalez scheduled to be in the first round, and everything I see has him 15th to the Chicago White Sox. Yeah, yeah. I mean, quality player, I can see him going in the first round. And obviously we'll have to, you know, think about the Kemp Aldermans and everybody else on that mix, and then – have to see where Ole Miss will have to go to fill the void of what you lose over the weekend. Exactly. And, I mean, next week's a big week for the baseball program, no doubt about it. So when we come back on Monday, we'll have at least an idea of, of who was drafted and maybe some of who has gone. Now for the music. and Go ahead. Well, two things I wanted to ask Walker that we ran out of time, and we can talk about it later. I'm wondering if a change in the transfer rule wouldn't help take some of the wild, wild so. west out of NIL. Yep. Because kids have no restrictions right now. They can just leave whenever they want to. And, and I wanted to know if, if Walker thought that tampering is a big problem. Because I know the NCAA put out some uh, let not some memos a couple of weeks ago about, hey, we're fixing to crack down on tampering, even though I don't think they have any power now. Um, I don't say, think they do either, but you've seen – like UAB, his name is escaping me, new football coach over there, talking about you're going to have a fight. You come trying right. to mess with my guys. Right. So right. obviously it's out there. Right. All right, to good. The commitment of defensive tackle William Eccles, a 6'4", 290-pounder from Houston, Mississippi, is a big get for several reasons. One, you can never have too many defensive tackles. <laughs> it's where the games are won or lost in the SEC. Two, from all accounts we can gather, William is the real deal, one of the best players in the state. Three, Houston, Mississippi is a Mississippi state hotbed, and to be able to pull a player from there is a feather in the cap of the Ole Miss coaching staff. I had good talks today with former Rebel greats Deuce McAllister and Romero Miller about Rebel running back Quinshawn Judkins and quarterback Jackson Dart, respectively, and both are extremely excited about their second years to start for the Rebels. Both talked about how the game slowed down for them their second years here and how much more effective they were with things moving slower. They both expect Judkins and Dart to have big seasons in 23 and their word is good to me. I agree with that. The bad and the ugly, I don't have any. It's July. Come on, we're undefeated. <laughs> Everybody's happy. Uh, you know, let's let's just roll. Happy Fourth. That's my that's my good, other good. Well, it's sponsored by the Big Delta Power Sports, located at 155 Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville. Can you imagine Judkins? Everything's slowing down, and he's much better from yeah. year one. Well, Deuce said he's got three areas he thinks Judkins can improve on. Top end speed, which he can do. Yep. 
versatility, in other words, catching more balls out of the backfield and getting one-on-one in open field, and recognition. He said, my second year when I lined up, I could see the shell of the defense, and I knew what the safety and the linebacker were going to do. And he said, when that hits Judkins, he's going to be even better. Wow. Good stuff. We thank all of you for being with us. That text message line is 426-1093. We'll do this next week. Chuck, happy 4th. Yeah, happy 4th to you and and for Yancey. Hotty toddy. (laughs) Thank you, Rhino. We'll talk to you next week.